Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about the Mosul Orb cover-up. That's correct, the Mosul Orb cover-up. But before I get directly into that, I just want to do a little housekeeping here. They probably know I did that uh, podcast, what, yesterday on Christopher Mellon and the UFO Mafia. Well, I had I had a couple comments. Well, one in particular, somebody said that the notion that, that uh, Mellon would would be passed off this uh, Tic Tac video in a Pentagon parking lot was stupid. I don't know if they meant that it was stupid for him to do that or stupid for me to report it. But what I do here is report facts. I report what I read, and then you decide whether or not you believe these things that are reported as facts. And the fact is that Christopher Mellon has done multiple interviews, and he's talked about being passed off this material. And in one of those reports, it was said that it was passed off in the Pentagon parking lot. He's implied himself that it was given to him by uh, Louis Elizondo, as I recall. So that's just out there. Uh, we're not saying the guy did anything illegal. I'm not uh, trying to get him in trouble. We're just saying this is how the chain of custody for that video exists as we know it. It was given to him, in his own words, by a Defense Department employee. And he turns it over to New York Times. Somehow it ends up published on YouTube with uh, Tom DeLonge's company's uh, water uh, marks splattered all over it. And, of course, Christopher Mellon is an associate of Tom DeLonge's, working with him on the To the Academy of Stars, whatever. We need to we need to be uh, aware of the connections of people when they bring out this blockbuster stuff. That's all I'm saying. It's okay to examine the witness a little bit. That's how you find out whether or not you think they're telling the truth. And secondly, somebody said that uh, in the podcast it sounded like I was chewing gum or candy or something. I can assure you that's not the case. I don't know if they're getting feedback from their device or mine. I've, I edit these things. I listen to the podcast. And I'm not hearing any of that. Uh, other people haven't commented, but if you're if you're getting a, the, uh, what you find to not be a good quality sound, let me know because I just got this Tula mic, and so far the feedback that I've gotten from people on it is that it's a big improvement. So let me know what you think about that if you have time. Thirdly, just again, I want to extend a thank you to everybody that's uh, contributed at the uh, Buy Me a Coffee website. Super handy. I've been working on the. I've been working on the UFO warning side a little bit, but it's been kind of a hassle. There's been some problems with getting it loaded. I gotta, I gotta check with the host on that and see if we can get that straightened out. But the Buy Me a Coffee website is so convenient. I post the links over there, and then when people contribute, it helps the program a lot. Okay, so one last little thing here about Mellon, just so you're aware of this. I follow Stephen Greenstreet from what the New York Post on here. Some people don't like the guy because he's kind of. He's kind of, I think, he's kind of got his feelings hurt a little bit on this whole UFO thing. I think maybe he feels like he was, he was like, uh, you know, put over a barrel there at Skinwalker Ranch, and he's been on a little bit of a, a little bit of a tirade about trying to criticize and debunk everything that comes out. And when you have these UFO celebrities that make these big pronouncements and then they turn out to be not correct, it just feeds the fire. And so he's posted this thing about Christopher Mellon, and I think it's pertinent. He's got a point. He says, uh, UFO activist lobbyist Chris Mellon just released an op-ed in Politico, and we talked about the podcast, asking the government to stop hiding uh, the alien UFOs. And then he shows, here's a 2016 quote from him. Quote, I highly doubt DOD or any other government agency is concealing UFO information. 
I participated in a comprehensive review of DOD's black programs and spent over a decade conducting oversight of the National Foreign Intelligence Program, an almost totally separate world of secrets. I visited Area 51 and other military intelligence and research facilities. During all those years, I never detected the faintest hint of government interest or involvement in UFOs. That's Christopher Mellon, dated May 9th, 2016. So just take it for what it's worth. You know, uh, seven years ago, this guy had zero interest in UFOs, said the government's not hiding anything. But today, different story. So we have a right to examine the background of these folks because these are the people that are telling us that they have, uh, that they have proprietary information or they have uh, secret knowledge and that if we just hold on long enough, they'll let us know what's going on. So before you put your trust in people, take a little time and, and see what's happening with them. Okay, enough of that. Now, the topic for today is about this Mosul orb. Remember the thing being released a while back, this steel orb flying over uh, this area. I think it's in Iraq, and, and it's just amazing, actually. It's the one that the AARO came out and said later that, hey, nothing to see here, kids. There's there's nothing that violates the, nothing that violates the laws of physics here, other than this steel orb. I don't know, maybe it's maybe the size of a beach ball or something. I don't know. You can't really tell from where it's at, but it's just trailing along in a straight line, going about its business. I'm telling you, it doesn't look like a balloon to me. Anyway, the articles from the Black Vault the Black Vault is by John Greenwald, dated uh, June 3rd. Greenwald he does a lot of good work, and I have to tell you, I was very disappointed in the way that George Knapp got so snappy with him here, what, last week or something. Doesn't help anybody. The title says, The Classified Mosul Orb UAP Case, A New Chapter in Government Secrecy, Tactics Unfolds. In the highlights of the article, he says, The Department of Defense cites national security and law enforcement preceding reasons not to release any Mosul Orb details. It's got a picture of it here. You know, they showed it at that AARO uh, uh, hearing but they're not going to give you any more information on it. The DOD invokes a new approach to withhold information using FOIA exemptions B7A and B7E, typically reserved for law enforcement investigations, but now associates that with UAP cases. This change in tactics could signify a shift in how the government handles future UAP information disclosures. So if you think you're getting disclosures, if you think that uh, that you know that daddy government, mommy government is going to tell you about UFOs, you're sadly mistaken. It says the Pentagon has maintained its silence on the leaked image of the so-called Mosul orb, depicting an alleged unidentified aerial anomalous phenomena or UAP seen over an active conflict conflict zone in Iraq back in 2016. Would have been back at the same time there that. Uh, Christopher Mellon is telling everybody that UFOs, man, government doesn't know, don't know, don't care. The case has been left unaddressed and unconfirmed by the Department of Defense since the image and case details first appeared online in January 2023. Despite the significant public interest UAP have generated and the fact that the Pentagon has previously offered commentary on past leaks related to the same, the Pentagon would only say that we're not going to comment on remarks by unnamed sources alleging leaks from a classified report 
in a statement received about the Mosul orbit by the Black Vault in January. Yeah, remember this is the one that Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp released, right? And didn't that come from a meeting or something where it, this this piece of this 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 picture was handed off? The Mosul orb obtained and released by the investigative journalists Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp shows what has been alleged as a UAP captured by an MC-12 medium-to-low-altitude twin-engine turboprop aircraft over Mosul, Iraq on April 16, 2016. However, a new response to a Freedom of Information Act request filed by the Black Vault may indicate the classified and sensitive nature of the Mosul Orb case, which sheds light on why the Pentagon refused to comment. The DOD states in a FOIA denial letter received today by the Black Vault, the information relating to the case is classified and also relates to an ongoing law enforcement investigation. Well, if I was Jerry McCorbell and George Knapp, I would be very, very, very nervous. I repeat that. The DOD states in a FOIA denial letter received today by the Black Vault that information relating to the case is classified and it also relates to an ongoing law enforcement investigation. So are they saying that this image that Corbell released is actually classified information? Reportedly took this picture uh, out of the building, this picture that was part of a presentation, who said, oh no, it wasn't classified. Are they pursuing this as a, uh, as, as a release of classified information without permission? Did somebody break the law here? It says ongoing law enforcement investigation. I'm telling you, this is why I don't deal in anonymous sources. Don't deal in, hey, send me some pics of your military UFO shots. Not interested in any of that. The only thing I care about is publicly available stuff. Why would you put yourself in this kind of legal jeopardy? The refusal was justified under multiple sections of the FOIA, including ones related to national security, intelligence activities, and law enforcement proceedings, among others. The initial denial authority in this capacity has determined that the records withheld in their entirety pursuant to 5 U.S.C. 552-B1, which pertains to information that is currently and properly classified in the interest of national security pursuant to order Executive Order 13-526, the denial letter stated. And he's got a copy of the letter here. So it sounds like what they're saying is, yeah, even though we had a picture of this thing, you know, at this recent hearing, uh, hey, man, this is classified. We can't tell you about it. Well, if it's classified, how did Jeremy end up with it? How did George end up with it? The classified nature of the Mosul Orb UAP and the lack of commentary from the Pentagon may further suggest an active investigation into the leaks. You know what? He knew it was going to be a matter of time. The Mosul Orb is only one of multiple cases published by Corbell and Knapp that may compromise classified information. Man, you do not want to grab that third rail. This is why, I'm telling you, this is why when people contact me and ask me to email them, look, I can't do that. If you want to have contact, there's you can go on Twitter, you can leave comments on the site. 
what I do, I have to pretty much do publicly. I'll respond to people on the Buy Me a Coffee site sometimes if I have time, not always. But you have to be so careful as an investigator getting involved in this stuff where you, where you might come into contact with uh, government property, okay? Uh, somebody tried to contact me about my website. They wanted to use Proton Mail with an encrypted message. I told them, you know what I use? I use Gmail. That way I know the government's reading it and the government knows that I know that they're reading it. Don't do encryption. Why would I want to put myself out there? Anything that I do or say, it's on this podcast, man. It's totally public. I'm not ever, ever going to put myself in a position where I have in my possession something that they could say was classified or be in communication with somebody who might have classified information. I'm not interested in that at all. We can find out what we need to do without getting involved in this nest. It says, and another leak published by Corbell and Knapp in March 2023, dubbed the Baghdad Phantom, may also encroach into classified territory. Although FOIA requests are still outstanding about this specific case, the, the footage originally shot of a, of a cylindrical-shaped UAP and released in the form of six still frames is likely classified. The footage was captured by an MQ-9 Reaper drone, and according to the Air Combat Command, ACC, when speaking to the Black Vault, all footage captured by that platform is inherently classified. Yeah, no kidding. In accordance with general operational security practices and the MQ-9 Security Classification Guide, all imagery captured by the MQ-9 is typically classified unless mission requirements dictate the need to sanitize any video footage for lower classification or public release purposes. Yeah, they may not even want you knowing that they're capable of taking these pictures. The emailed statement said the MQ-9 Security Classification Guide and the details within is not releasable or available to the public and in accordance with its own level of security declassification. The Black Vault further pressed for classification level of the footage, but that would not be answered by the ACC as they stated per the MQ-9's SCG. We are unable to provide additional clarity into what kind of level of classification video footage is by default other than what was mentioned previously ACC further stated, Air Combat Command is unable to verify the validity of the Baghdad Phantom imagery, but the U.S. Command may be a better point of contact. When the Black Vault contacted CENTCOM for comment, they stated, we have nothing for you on this. Imagine that. Now, the article continues. It says, these types of responses indicate the recent leaks of both the Baghdad Phantom and the Mosul Orb are classified in nature and that an investigation was, is, or will be underway given the reaction by the DOD to the other recent classified leaks. So this is interesting. We have two different uh, names, and these, the pictures of these balls look almost exactly alike, but you can, if you look close, you can see that the background's a little bit different. But So they're calling the one the Baghdad Phantom and the Mosul Orb, the other one. The Black Vault has asked the Pentagon about investigations into the leaks referenced above on UAP-related imagery, yet the request for comment and all subsequent follow-ups have been ignored. One other aspect of the Mosul Orb denied le denial letter was the use of an exemption yet to be seen in UAP-related requests. The use of the exemptions by the DOD in response to a FOIA request for record, and it the exemptions, in response to a FOIA request for records related to the Mosul Orb highlights the DOD's growing concern 
when it comes to their involvement in UAP-related matters. The exemptions point towards an ongoing law enforcement investigation and reveal an intent to protect the techniques used in such investigations. Is this in relation to the leak of material relating to this case, he says. Does that indicate the investigators the investigations are ongoing, or is this a broad-stroke attempt to exempt all information relating to UAP and or AARO, essentially thwarting any effort to get this type of related information via the, the FOIA? That has yet to be seen. However, two related in-subject matter request denials from the DoD came within 60 seconds of the Mosul Orb denial, which may further shed light on the tactics now employed by the DOD to withhold all UAP-related documentation and AARO-related material. Now, maybe there's been a change of staff in there. Who knows? But it seems like they're tightening down on this uh, uh, unregulated release of UFO material. It says, These two other cases resulted in the same exact invocation of exemptions, B7A and B7E, just like the Muslim Orb request, suggesting a pattern of usage that can indicate all UAP-related cases are now considered part of a law enforcement investigation. And that is trouble for anyone who advocates for transparency on this issue. It should be noted that these two cases, contrary to the Mosul Orb FOIA case, did not invoke B1 classified information exemptions cited in the letter. One of the two cases was a request for all emails and letters exchanged between any members of the AARO and the UAP's organizations, while the other sought all records pertaining to the interviews of Dr. Robert Jacobs and Robert Salas. Now, remember, Salas was the guy with the had experience with UFOs over the over the nuclear base in uh, Wyoming, as I recall. And as I recall that in that interview he did, he said when they called and talked to him, the first thing they said, or one of the first things they said was, "Don't tell us the names of anybody else who was there that night that witnessed these UFOs over at the missile base." So yeah, sounds like an investigation to me. There are numerous other requests filed by the Black Vault relating to communications between Arrow and other organizations, along with case files seeking out other interviews by Arrow with other individuals. So it's stressed that the UAPs, Robert Jacobson and Robert Salas case, are not considered the only filed, and the Black Vault was targeting just them. Rather, numerous other organizations and individuals are named with FOIA cases still outstanding. To further that point, they likely, with time, will suffer the same fate and result in the same final response given the above. In other words, all these cases that are being investigated by AARO, uh, where they're going out and talking to these old-timers who've had experiences with UFOs and over government bases and whatnot, they're just not going to tell you about it. Greenwald's trying to FOIA them, and he's being told, hey, we don't have to tell you. And in some cases, he's being told that there's an ongoing criminal investigation. Who knows? That can, be, that can go on for years. How, how do we even prove that? These FOIA cases by the Black Vault shed light on the continuing struggle for transparency when it comes to UAP investigations. It highlights the tension between public interest, potential national security concerns, and the ongoing mysteries surrounding these phenomena that have been documented for decades. Despite the Pentagon's silence on the Mosul Orb case and the UAP issue as a whole, the quest for transparency in UAP investigations remains. The conversation is far from over. The Black Vault continues to probe and question the nature of these unexplained phenomena and the role of our government in investigating and communicating about them. Uh, yeah, fine work by John Greenwald. But this is very uh, concerning at one level, the fact that he's not getting this information given to him. And secondly, 
man, if they're turning these uh, UFO leaks into criminal cases, what a deal. Now, just a little bit of background. We'll finish up here real quick. But remember, this is back in January 24th, 2023. This is from Coast to Coast AM, our friend George Nori over there. It says, U.S. military spy plane spots metallic-looking orb UFO over city in Iraq. It's got a picture of this thing there. We probably Most of you have probably seen it. It looks like it takes up about half of the street. So what's it got to be, like 10, 12, 14 feet across? So this thing would be you know, about the size of a car, and it's just cruising along. It, it, don't look like, it doesn't look like a balloon to me. Now, the article here is from, by Tim Bennell. Of course, this is back from January. It says, a tantalizing image said to have come from the footage captured by a U.S. military spy plane shows a metallic-looking orb over a city in Iraq. The peculiar picture was released by filmmaker Jeremy Corbell and coast-to-coast George Knapp in conjunction with the launch of their new podcast, Weaponized. This is an example of the UFOs that our military and intelligence community is looking at, Corbell said, explaining that the image is a still from an approximately four-second-long video which has yet to be released. Detailing the circumstances surrounding the strange UFO encounter, he revealed that it occurred over the Iraq city of Mosul in April of 2016. And according to Corbell, the video features the moment when this orb or metallic ball runs alongside a spy plane and is shown moving beside the plane without dropping altitude at all. The footage of the incident was reportedly included in a classified briefing to Congress by the Pentagon's UAP task force, and the object, dubbed the Mosul Orb, is believed to have been under some kind of intelligent control when it was caught on film. So you got this thing videotaped by a spy plane. You see it here on the highway. Now somehow this came into the position of Corbell and Knapp, specifically Corbell it sounds like. And he's saying it was part of a presentation that was done at the Pentagon. And I believe by the time he said that the video itself was actually not classified. But now when uh, Greenwald puts in a FOIA request for the documents surrounding this thing, he's told he can't have anything. And one of the reasons he can't have anything is because there's a criminal investigation involved. So that, that begs the question, is Jeremy Corbell being investigated by the government over this leak of this picture of a ufo if that's the case i mean this could throw some real cold water on stuff as far as uh, reporters going out there and having this stuff given to them you know we've seen what happened with julian assange and, and uh, wikileaks you know, there really is no quarter for journalists anymore if the government thinks that you're sharing their secrets that they don't want shared now it goes on it says one particularly noteworthy aspect of the newly revealed photo corbell observed is that it is the first time that a military-filmed image of a UAP over an active conflict zone has ever been released and that the event is in stark contrast to recent high-profile cases like the Tic Tac UFO encounter, which were, which were incursions over training ranges. Intriguingly, the metallic-looking orb is eerily similar to what was recently said to have been shot down by Russia this past month. What do you think the military filmed over Mosul back in 2016? Share your thoughts. And that's from Coast to Coast AM. So there you have it right there. You've got these uh, orb pictures that come out, released released by Corbell and Knapp. And now when uh, Greenwald tries to uh, get more information on them, his FOIA request is denied in part because they say there is an ongoing 
investigation is an ongoing criminal investigation, it sounds like. So I don't know. Does the DOD have Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp uh, in their sights, or is this just another technique not to release information concerning these UFOs? You be the judge until we know more. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.